Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This one is going to be about the new Pinnacle weapons announced by Bungie for next season, Season of the Forge, which will start on November 27th at Reset. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you're probably going to feel like this has already, you know, kind of hit the game. But I wanted to talk about what we think and what everybody's response has been. You can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. And if you're here right now, you can submit questions using the question command. It doesn't have to be about the pinnacle weapons, it just has to be about Destiny 2. So in this talk, we're going to talk about the three weapons. I'm going to give you the details on the three. I'm not going to go into extreme detail about what you have to do for each of them. I'll kind of try to give you a brief flyover of the requirements. Uh, thank you for the, the bits, Amish Milkman. Then I'm going to give my thoughts on each of the guns, and then kind of my conclusion at the end, because there was a lot of mixed uh, mixed feedback on the announcement. So first and foremost, there is a Vanguard Pinnacle weapon. It is going to be called Loaded Question, a high-impact fusion rifle okay now the goal of these pinnacle weapons is to do something i called for in another video in another talk where i said we really want to see more unique perks on guns like magnificent howl because that gives us something exciting to chase given that a lot of these guns and things we can chase right now aren't much different than each other and they're not much different than things we could have used in previous seasons and iterations of Destiny. So, this first fusion rifle with the Vanguard, with the loaded question, it has a special and unique perk on it called Reservoir Burst, okay? When the battery is full, your next burst deals additional damage and it causes enemies to explode. Now, I don't think this means you have to have full ammo. I think it just means you have to have reloaded it so the battery is full uh, and it'll do increased damage as well as cause the enemies that died to explode. Now, they said that the increased damage wasn't enough in their mind. They tried it, and they felt like a lot of the times then you feel like, well, there's no sense in using it on small trash ads, so you would only save it for the big guys. They decided to add the... They decided to add the explosive damage to make it a little more versatile as a mid-tier weapon, since damage increasing only really seems to matter for a mid-tier weapon like that when you're going to be going up against somebody like a mid-tier, like this Minotaur, for example, which is exactly why, not surprising, I pulled out my Escalation Protocol shotgun. Now, in instances like right here, or in instances like that, I could pull out the Fusion Rifle, blast one enemy, and probably get great damage and an explosion, which would be really really nice. Now, the requirements to get this is not that complicated. You get the quest from Zavala, and you have to complete all the following objectives. 500 fusion rifle kills in any striker nightfall. So 500 fusion rifle kills won't take that long. Uh, art kills in any striker nightfall, and then you gotta get 40 strike or nightfall completions. So not too bad, obviously, for the hardcore player. That'll be a pretty you know, quick completion. They'll make a quick, quick order of that. But, again, it's a pinnacle weapon with a specific, you know, grind to get it accomplished. And I, I'm very, very happy to see this. I, we obviously want to see more of this every season, every time they decide to add weapons that are pinnacle or have unique perks. I would love to see them do it like this. Now, the second weapon is a Gambit pinnacle weapon. And, again, excited by what I see here. It's an auto rifle. So, two underrepresented weapons in PvE, both the fusion rifle and an auto rifle. And the auto rifle is thankfully uh, kinetic, and the fusion rifle was obviously 
um, energy. They didn't actually specify that, but I'm assuming it's an energy weapon. It'd be a huge bummer if it wasn't. Now, the Breakneck is the name of the auto rifle. It is a precision auto rifle, and its perk is Onslaught. The fire rate increases as you stack Rampage. So, kind of similar to what you get with Desperado when you get Outlaw to proc and it increases the rate of fire. This is a really, really nice perk. Now, as far as quote-unquote precision auto rifles go i i'm not sure if that means it's going to be like a hazard of the cast because this is a precision frame and it's a 450 so i'm assuming it might be in a similar mindset because high impact is 360 on the age-old bond so it's probably going to be a 450 getting that rpm to go up with rampage is probably going to be pretty nice as long as it's got good reserves um so I, this this has me very excited. I'm hoping that this auto rifle can be a really, really nice PvE weapon. The, the, the Half Dan, if you've ever seen me you know, use the Half Dan, is actually a really, really nice gun for endgame content, even though it's an auto rifle, because it's got really, really great range and a good fire rate, and it pairs well with Rampage and Rampage with Drop Mag. Drop Mag on an auto rifle is honestly really nice, because you don't really have to worry about your ammo as much as you do on like an uh unlike a hand cannon or even a pulse rifle those can be a little bit more stingy with their ammo if you're reloading them too often with drop mag so the half dan was always really nice to use but i'm glad that we're gonna have another sort of alternative primary weapon that is something that's not presently sort of represented in pve because it is an auto rifle right now if you try to use some of the auto rifles as a primary in pve it just doesn't feel like it gets any traction again unless you've got a really really good roll on a half dan uh, I tried it in a nightfall by myself, and it was pretty viable when compared against other primary uh, auto rifles. Now, last but certainly not least, the pinnacle weapon that caused the most uh, hubbub and uproar and a little bit of controversy is the breakneck. This is going to be one that's earnable in PvP. Not You don't have to earn this like the Lunas, though. It's not only uh, comp. You can You can earn this... Um, by just playing through PvP quick play. The Breakneck is a primary uh, kinetic grenade launcher. Uh, It is a kinetic grenade launcher, and this obviously got a lot of negative feedback because people are kind of tired of the over-presence of the uh, explosives and the power weapons inside. I'm sorry, it's not the Breakneck. It's the mountain. It's the mountain. It's the mountaintop. I misspoke. Mountaintop is the grenade launcher. Uh, Breakneck is the auto rifle. And the loaded question is the fusion rifle. So, the Mountaintop is a lightweight grenade launcher and it's kinetic. And its unique perk, its unique perk, which uh, could potentially um, frustrate people, is micro missile. The weapon fires in a straight line and has massively increased projectile speed. And in addition to the above benefits, the projectile instantly detonates on the environment instead of bouncing like a traditional grenade launcher, unless you have sticky grenades selected. So it's like a rocket launcher. Uh, You can basically shoot it to the ground and it instantly explodes, and it's got insanely high projectile speed, and it shoots on a nice straight line, so you don't have to arc it. So those are the three weapons, okay? Sorry I misspoke on the mountaintop's name. This is the grenade launcher. Now, comp is needed, but it's not the only... You don't have to do everything in comp. There are ways to get the gun... Uh, by doing quick play as well as a combination of uh, of other things. 
So none of these are that difficult to get. They're, I mean, they're, they'll, they'll take a while probably for the casual player, uh, even somebody who might be a hardcore player but casual in their time commitments each week. It might take a little bit of time. So let me get my thoughts on this. Let me get my thoughts because I know some people are pretty upset. People are like, why are people upset? We haven't even gotten the weapons yet. I'll try to, I'll try to speak to that. I'll try to speak to that. So first and foremost, the the Gambit and the Vanguard weapons, I think, look mega dope. I'm very excited about, as I said during the beginning of the talk, a fusion rifle and an auto rifle potentially kind of shaking up the established order, the, the abundance of hand cannons and shotgun builds in PvE. It's just getting kind of boring. Uh, we've been doing hand cannons and shotguns since Wrath of the Machine, and I'm not against having great hand cannons and shotguns so that we feel strong when using these weapon types, but also just given the prevalence of the Midnight Coup, the Ikalash shotgun, you know, and even if you go with, you know, Nation of Beasts and then you use the Perfect Paradox, you're still going with something that we're all kind of accustomed to. So I really hope that the auto rifle and the fusion rifle can get traction and we can have some very different PvE builds going forward just to kind of shake things up and feel like things are fresh. It also just is encouraging in general to see something directly requested by me and other community members uh, as a res- you know a response to saying, hey, you know, we hear what you're saying. Now, that's kind of where we have to get off the truck and say, now hang on a minute, because people are really upset about the grenade launcher you know we're listening we're listening we're listening well the abundance of feedback on power weapon presence in pvp has been that it shows up too often and you're basically giving people a power weapon for their kinetic slot now i know it's not going to hit as hard and isn't necessarily going to be one hitting people but the fact that it can shoot so straight and so far and the fact that you don't actually have to have it hit the person you can just hit the ground next to them I think might lead to some frustration. Right now, people can run three grenade launchers. They can run the Fighting Lion, and then there's the Kinetic Grenade Launcher that was earnable this week uh, from the Nightfall, and then obviously any grenade launcher of your choice, play of the game, uh, and what have you in your power slot. So that's already happening, and people are running into it or saying it's actually pretty frustrating. Uh, Ninja with Noel even said like he ran it, and it just feels kind of silly, and he doesn't even have what would co- probably be considered a better kinetic grenade launcher than the one that you can presently get because of the the nature of how they're building the weapon with its specific perk, the micro-missile, you know, traveling really, really fast. So... I think PvP already has its problems and this this is going to have the potential. I'm not going to I'm not going to like say the sky is falling. I think this has the potential to cause more frustration in PvP than good. Now, I could hear Bungie pushing back maybe, maybe and saying, "Listen, you guys that ran comp and got your pinnacle weapons, the not forgotten and the Luna, you have had your run of the Crucible. We're going to we're going to do something a little different this season. We're going to have an you know, a more explosive, more low skill floor. You know, grenade launchers and shotguns have a lower a lower floor of skill required to use them. They're not as hard to use. Now, they do have a high skill ceiling, right? Like a shotgun in the hands of Luminosity compared to shotgun in the hands of a player like me is vastly different. But given the low floor, a shotgun's pretty dadgum effective for even somebody like me who has like average skill level. And it's even more lethal in the hands of someone like Lumi. Same thing with grenade launchers. And I could see Bungie maybe saying, look, you guys had your your high skill requirement weapons in the Crucible and you've, you've, you've kind of had your run with Luna and Not Forgotten. Now we're going to have a season that's a little bit more bombastic, a little bit more crazy. I think the problem is, generally speaking, the people that I talk to that play a lot of comps say, 
power weapons and power ammo is kind of how you win because you just control power. Now, I don't know what quick play feels like, and I don't want to speak for the entire community. I'm just relaying things that I've heard, and I think this is why there's a lot of negative pushback on a kinetic uh, grenade launcher. I, again, am not saying that this is a sky is falling moment or that Bungie made a huge misstep, but I think that's where the frustration is coming from. People feel like, man, we've been trying to give feedback about the power weapon presence, and then you guys go and do this. So let me get my concluding thoughts. I think the perks all sound great and exciting. Like, let's ignore the salt about the grenade launcher for just a moment. The perk sounds really freaking cool. It sounds awesome. And and the perks for both the auto rifle and the fusion rifle is what we've been saying. Man, dig in on these archetypes. Dig in on these weapon types that just don't have a presence in the game right now and make them better with unique perks. And they've done that. So I applaud Bungie for doing this. I, I hope every season they can do this. You know, obviously, Faction Rally, Trials raids and other places where they put weapons are going to need some of this treatment okay if if every season it's as simple as doing a bunch of strikes playing a bunch of gambit or playing a bunch of pvp and you get pinnacle weapons the rest of the game needs some of that treatment too what about raid layers what about nightfalls what about curated roles you see my point you don't want to starve the rest of the game with easy to get weapons this is one of the problems with the thunderlord I probably should do a video and talk about the Thunderlord. People are going to give me crap about it, but like one of the easiest weapons to get in the history of Destiny, and it's better than all exotics presently in the game. Like as far as TTK and damage against bosses, the universe, the, the universality, the ammo economy. There's so much about the Thunderlord that makes it basically the best weapon in the game, and all you had to do was basically go to the tower and do a couple of things. So I think Bungie needs to be careful. I think they need to be careful here and don't starve the rest of the game. Hopefully Black Armory has uh, has those those items within it. The quest seems pretty short, but again, they have to consider the you know the vast majority of the 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 community here. Even though they're making things for the hardcore player, that doesn't mean everything needs to be particularly difficult, grindy, and take forever for the hardcore player. So at the end of the day, thank you. Give us more. We like this. Just make sure the rest of the game doesn't get starved. So we're going to move to question and answer. If you're here, we're going to keep on streaming. I'm not shutting down. I do these outros for the podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.